lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Well, we've had a pitching change here in the sixth inning. The new pitcher is Kota Sato. He is a sophomore from Yamagata, Japan. Making his 11th appearance, all but two of them in relief. He's thrown 25 innings, giving up 18 runs, all earned on 30 hits, 10 walks, 18 strikeouts. 6.48 ERA, a one and one record with one save, coming off a really, really nice performance on Wednesday up in Nashville at Lipscomb. Went, Went six innings, yeah. allowed no runs on three hits and had six strikeouts. That was uh, by far, far and away his best performance of the season. Threw uh, over 100 pitches in that outing. So I was suspect that uh, we're not looking at somebody here who's going to go much more than inning or inning and a third. I think they'd like him to get this third out and maybe go the seventh. And Raiders will travel to Nashville on Tuesday to take on Belmont. That's a five o'clock first pitch scheduled. We'll be on air at 4:45. Good Lord willing, and the. <laughs> and then next weekend, we have another big home series That's with right. Louisiana Tech coming in Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Six o'clock is game time for the opener of that series on Friday night. Make your plans to come out because you don't have too many home games left. No. Paul Smith, the switch hitter, will stand in there left-handed against the right-hander, Kota Sato. Runners at first and third. That's the tying run at third. There are two outs here in the sixth inning. Sato's pitch misses inside, ball one. I think he threw 100 pitches, didn't he, on uh, 101, I think, is, uh, was the final count on that. So we'll see what he's got left in the tank here. Swung on, fly ball. That one should be handled. Vincent. Almost in his tracks. We'll take it for out number three. It took Sato two pitches to get out of the inning. And in the inning, no runs, two hits, and two left. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Middle Tennessee two, Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Out of the sixth inning, Jackson Galloway will lead things off for the Raiders. Galloway, Rudder, and DJ Wright to face the right-hander Garrett Stratton. Came in and had a very efficient fifth inning. Threw only six pitches and got three outs. Raiders with a two-to-one lead would surely like to add on. Oh, you here. got to. You got to. Sato came in in the top of the inning and that may be the, got only the last batter. out and got uh, left the tying run stranded at third. Here's Galloway, 0 for 2 today. And that may be the only batter that uh, uh, Coda Sato faces. Pitches low to Galloway, ball one. He is one for nine in the series, but that one was a home run. Solo shot over the left field wall in the first game. Daniel Dewey throwing in the Raider bullpen. Pitches inside, ball two. So uh, that might be a a short appearance for for Sato. I, I two balls, think, no strikes. I don't think they want to overuse him. Galloway waits. Takes ball three, high and inside, three and oh. Right-hander delivers and walked him on four pitches. That's a good start for the inning. Galloway at first, nobody out. And the batter will be Briggs Rudder, who has singled and walked. Owls have uh, will have a visit to the mound. Yeah, they have a, a right-hander has just started throwing hard. The pitching coach coming out, not the head coach. Yeah, so this we is, assume this is uh, that, just for consultation. Yeah, that reliever is not ready to go yet but he is working in a hurry. Here's a note, John, an unusual happening in 1952 at Sportsman's Park. Okay. I've been in that ballpark. Both starters pitch a one-hitter, but the Browns' Bob Kane gets the victory when he beats Bob Feltler oh. of the Indians, one to nothing. Only run came in the bottom of the first inning when an error by Al Rosen allowed Bobby Young, who tripled to lead off the inning, to cross the plate. That was the only hit they got, but they got a run. And uh, Al Rosen was a pretty good third baseman, yeah. too. Browns, Browns beat the uh, Indians one to nothing. Bob Feller. 
How'd you like to throw a one-hitter and lose? <laughs> Swing it at the first pitch. Runner pops it up into left center field. Center fielder coming on. Walsh makes the grab for out number one. Well, it happens from t- uh, time to time, but it, you usually look at the, the numbers and the guy will have walked seven or eight to go along with it. Bob Feller did not walk a lot of people. Talk about somebody else who lost uh, time uh, in Major League Baseball to the service. I think he signed up the day after Pearl Harbor. He sure did. And uh, he was in the Navy. In the Navy. A gunner. D.J. Wright takes the pitch outside, ball one. He was a gunner on the mound, I know that. Boy. Bob Feller, they called him Rapid Robert. Came straight out of high school. In fact, he was still in high school. He lost his senior uh, season in high school. Pitch is low, ball two to Wright. Because he had turned professional and was pitching for the Indians. Two balls, no strikes. Galloway at first with one out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders leading two to one. Stratton, the right-hander, comes set in the pitch. Backed him away inside. Ball three. Three balls, no strikes. I think you take this pitch, John. Oh, absolutely. Gabe Jennings waiting to hit next. And missed outside, ball four. So he walked Galloway on four pitches. He walks right on four pitches. Yeah, and we're gonna see a pitching change now. And second visit to the inning, in the inning indicates just what you said, a pitching change. So we'll take a break here, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We've had another pitching change as the Owls will call on right-hander Jack Ben Soshan, uh, also a native of Houston. He's a sophomore, and uh, you've got some numbers on him, I'm sure. Sure, dude. Uh, he's making his 13th appearance all in relief. He's thrown 14 and third innings, given up six runs, both all earned on 14 hits, five walks, 14 strikeouts. He's got a 3.77 ERA, a two and two record. Uh, 
He is a uh, two-way player. Started as an outfielder against the Raiders in games last year. Made his pitching debut in the 12th game this year. So he's seen some work since then. Batter is Gabe Jennings. Now the Raiders have a little bit of a uh, problem here. Do you bunt Jennings with one out first and second or you let him hit away and leave it up to Luke Benson? We'll see. He's going to hit away. Takes a strike call. Yeah. Nothing in one. Runners lead at first and second, courtesy of uh, four-pit Schwalks. Oh. Tried to check his swing and went around. One, uh, two strikes to count now to Gabe. Went way too far. Gabe is 0 for 2. He was robbed of a hit in the second inning by their right fielder. Made a diving catch near the line. Held up on that pitch, and it's a ball outside. One and two. Galloway at second, DJ Wright at first. It says Ben Shoshin is six feeter, a six footer. I don't believe that. Do you, Dick? Which is inside. Looked a little smaller than that. But he might have just been surrounded by giants out there on the mound. <laughs> two two the count. And Jennings fouls it to the screen. Count holds it. Two balls, two strikes. Giving him a lot of line, uh, room in uh, down the in the outfield and swings. It's a high fly ball to left. That's deep, and it's going to be a foul ball, and it's going to be in into the bullpen. the bullpen down the left field line. In fact, I think, I think somebody one actually of the, caught one of the players caught that yeah. ball down there. <laughs> the count holes at two and two. In fact, it's a pitcher that's uh, up throwing. Working on fielding his position, I guess. The pitch to the plate is a strike called, oh, no. and Jennings looks at strike three. That was. <clears throat> so with two outs, it's going to be up to Luke Benson. Luke has been hit by a pitch and singled. Runners first and second. They're not going to shift on him this time. He hit one through the hole on the opposite side. Now, pickoff throw at second gets away, but uh, alertly, <laughs> the second baseman was there to pick it up. Well, Jackson Galloway was t uh, flat on his stomach, and uh, that ball was uh, diverted to the second baseman. He wasn't going anywhere. First and second, two outs. Raiders trying to take advantage of two walks here in the sixth inning. And the pitch to the plate is outside, ball one. So he is a converted outfielder. Now pitching. Strike called, one and one. Earlier in the, well, yesterday we had a converted catcher who was pitching for them. 
So I guess they were looking for arms anywhere mm. they could find them, huh? I guess. One ball, one strike to Benson. Swing and a miss. Count goes to one and two. Like he changed up on him. Ben Shoshan, the right-hander, with the pitch inside, ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Benson. Raiders leading two to one here in the sixth, trying to get more. Two on, two out. The pitch. Swing and a tap foul. Right side. Runners will go back. And we'll do it all over again. Two and two. A lot of twos on that scoreboard right now. Here's the pitch. And struck him out swinging. Looked like he might have gone for a bad pitch. It was uh, low in the zone. And that is all in the sixth. No runs. There were no hits. Two men left. Totals after six innings for the Raiders. Two runs, four hits, no errors for the Rice Owls. One run, five hits, no errors. Two to one Raiders as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% on an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the seventh inning. Raiders leading two to one, top of the batting order for Rice. Gallo led off the first, naturally, as the leadoff hitter. Led off the third. Led off the fifth. And he's leading off here in the seventh. Yellow one for three, has four hits in the series now. Kota Sato, he got the last out in the sixth inning, remains in, and he will pitch to Gallo. First pitch is outside, ball one. Daniel Dewey loosening in the Blue Raider bullpen. That's uh, James Sells now. Or Sells. Yeah, Dewey was uh, warming in the last inning, but Sells now. Pitches outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. James had a rough outing yesterday and hoping to turn the page. 
Well, that's what you got to do. Just forget two and about the count. Strike call, two balls and a strike. You forget about yesterday and uh, get back on the horse, right? Gallo, Walsh, and Garibay here in the seventh. Sato with a pitch, strike call, two and two. <laughs> Gallo did not like that call. Sato also pitches out of the set position. Delivers, missed inside, ball three. So he goes full, three and two, to the leadoff hitter, Gallo. Right-hander comes set and delivers on a swing and a ground ball. Short, Coker up with it. Over to first in time, and that is out number one here in the seventh. The sun is out enough, John, where it's, you can, uh, it will cast shadows now. It will. Here is Connor Walsh. He's one for three, got a single in the fifth inning. He is their center fielder. Pitches outside in the dirt, ball one. And there's enough sun that the game time temperature is risen from 51 to 52. Heat wave. <laughs> One ball, no strikes. Walsh with the pitch. Missed the letters Ooh. a little bit high. 2-0 and oh the count. Rice does not have a midweek game this week. They will host, no, they will travel to Dallas Baptist next weekend. The pitch. There's the strike at the knees. Two and one. <clears throat> Raiders started Jake Cothran today. The left-hander went three and two-thirds innings. Justin Lee came on for an inning and a third, and now Kota Sato working in his second inning. A swing and a miss. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes to Walsh. Now both of our relievers had, uh, have had to come in uh, in difficult situations and responded uh, in both cases by getting the third out of an inning. 2-2 two -two pitch is swung on and missed, struck him out. Walsh down on strikes for the second time in the game and that's out number two. Cota gets his first, or Sato gets his first Strikeout. You can call me Cotto or you can call me Sato. Just don't call me late to lunch, right? That's right. Here's Guy Garibay, left-hand hitting outfielder. Sato's pitch is a strike call, nothing in one. Raiders shift for him. Mabry several feet out on the uh, outfield grass in shallow right field. Coker near the bag at second on the first base side, right guarding the line. Pitches outside, one and one. And all by his lonesome on the left side of the infield, Gabe Jennings. Backs up a little bit now. He's playing where the shortstop would normally play. 
Well, he was a shortstop in high school. He knows how to feel the position. 1-1 one, one pitch strike on the outside corner, 1-2. and two. Now Jennings will exchange spots with Coker. With two, one ball and two strikes on the batter. Two outs here in the seventh. Here's Sato's pitch, swing and a foul. Back to the screen. Looked like he might have been trying to go the other way on that. With it that did swing. look like uh, that, didn't it, Dick? One and two, the count. And then over there, hugging the third base line is the umpire, all by himself. The pitch is swung on, hit to right field. That one's deep. Going back is Snyder on the warning track. He'll pull it down. Two steps away from the fence. Snyder hauls it in for out number three. Three up, three down, nothing across in the seventh. Seventh inning stretch time at the ballpark. Raiders two, Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Go to the bottom half of the seventh inning. Raiders leading two to one. Been trying to add on ever since the first inning, John, and uh, haven't been able to do so yet. No, and uh, we've had uh, we've had some base runners. We've left. Uh, let's see, that's uh, seven we've left on. Had multiple runners uh, left. Multiple runners on. In the second, fourth, and sixth. Well, we've got the top of the batting order coming up here in the seventh inning. We'll see what we can do against this right-hander, Jack Ben Shoshan. Soshan. He struck out Jennings and Vincent to end the sixth. So we didn't do very well against him there. 
Eston Snyder has walked, singled, and hit into a fielder's choice. He's been on base all three times. Has five hits in the series, and will lead it off here in the bottom of the seventh. Raiders leading by a score of two to one. Here's the right-hander's first pitch. It's outside for ball one to Snyder. Eston's folks are here today as they are at just about every home game. The pitch, taken for a strike at 88 miles an hour, one and one. Snyder takes this one high. Ball two. Looks like they're getting Ollie Aikens up. Two balls and a strike. There's a strike called. It's two and two. Right-hander delivers, ball three is high. Count goes full to Snyder. Three balls, two strikes. He walked and scored ahead of Boyd's home run in the first inning. And that accounts for the Raiders' two-to-one lead. The pitch swung on, popped up. Shallow right field, second baseman out, calling for it, and Gallo will take it for out number one. One down in the seventh. Here's JT Mabry, 0 for 3 today, only one of 11 in the series. Raiders need a base runner. We've only had one hit since the second inning. That was uh, Luke Vinson's single in the uh, fourth inning. That was the Wendy's inning. Pitches outside, ball one. Only in it, only hit we had that inning, but it got you the Dave single cheeseburger. One ball, no strikes to Mabry. Coker next, swinging a foul over by the Raider dugout. One ball, one strike. Jeremiah Boyd out of the dugout goes to retrieve that one. He's hoping to get a time at bat in this inning. Scheduled to be the fourth hitter. Mabry takes the strike at the knees. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch fouled straight back to the screen. Two runs, four hits for the Raiders. One run, six hits for the Rice Owls. Eight hits for the Rice Owls. I still have trouble with those numbers on the board. Pitches outside, two and two. You see those numbers better since you had your eye worked on? I surely had. Yeah, absolutely. I can actually read them now without my glasses on. I haven't had to wear my glasses in a week. 2-2 two, two the count. The pitch popped up. That's going to be a foul and out of play. Back this way. I heard it. Top of the press box. 
Getting the other one done this week, Dick. Cataract surgery, right? Correct. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch. Just missed. Well, that's a hard pitch to take <laughs> with a yeah. two strike. That's three and two now to Mabry. Right-hander delivers on a swing and a ground ball. Third baseman has it, Rydell. Fires across in time for out number two. Two down in the seventh. And the batter is Brett Coker. Coker today, 0 for 3, has popped out, grounded out, and flied to center. He is 2 out of 10 in the series. Right-hander Ben Shoshan. The pitch. Strike called, and it's nothing and one. Shortstop number 13, Brett Coker. Boyd waiting to hit next. But two outs here in the seventh. Swing and a miss. And Coker behind 0-2 in the count. The 0-2 pitch swung on. Grounded foul past third. Third baseman, third base coach Kevin Nichols will pick that one up. Inspect it. Ollie Aikens throwing, James Sells throwing. Got two right-handers going in the uh, Raider bullpen. Pitch is high. That's all we're going to have. Two strikes. That's all we're going to have down there, isn't it? It's right-handers. Yes. Since we've used our one lefty. One and two. Coker waiting, takes it inside, brushed him back. Two and two. Hardly any wind blowing at all, at least the flag not signifying that uh, there's no. any breeze stirring. And if you look at the flags. Ball three is high, three and two. Out in the parking lot or along the, what do they call that? Uh, is that the Coach Peterson walk of whatever it is? Anyway, nothing out there in the parking Round lot ball either. the third, Rydell scoops and throws and got him. First baseman did a good job holding the bag yeah, on the that throw was a, that was a bit wide. That was a snow cone too. Coker grounds out to third and that's all in the seventh. So the three up, three down inning. We will go to the eighth inning, Raiders two, Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290.
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Row goes down to second, and we are ready to play here in the eighth inning. Kota Sato remains on the mound for the Raiders. He's retired the only four batters he has faced. It will be Holderbach, Smigelski, and Royo. Four, five, six hitters in the Rice lineup here in the eighth inning. Right-hander delivers and a pitch is outside ball one to Holderbach. He today one for three. He has scored their only run. That came uh, after an infield hit in the fourth inning. Ball two is outside, two and oh. It's Sato's 20th pitch. Yeah, after throwing 101 on Wednesday. James Sells loosening in the bullpen. Ollie Akins is down there as well. The pitch. Swung on, hit foul down the left side, two and one. Yeah, the breeze starts to uh, kick up a little bit. It's like Watching it's blowing that flag in. out in center field. Blowing in right now. The pitch. Swung on, hit into center field. Benson moving over into left center, makes the grab for out number one. One down in the eighth inning. Here is Migelski. Has a single in three trips. He has struck out twice. Designated hitter number 28, Aaron Smigelski. The left-hander, Cothran, struck him out twice. Got uh, the hit off the right-hander, Justin Lee. Pitch is outside from Sato, ball one. Raiders shift for this left-handed hitter. Three infielders to the right of second base. J.T. Mabry is in the outfield. The pitch inside, 2-0. I guess he's pretty close to 15, 20, maybe even farther into right field. Here's the pitch, swung on, fouled away. Count goes to two and one on Smigelski. And now with uh, a two and one count, Jennings will exchange places with Coker. Coker assumes the shortstop position and the pitch to the plate is swung on and missed. Two and two. They usually do that with two strikes, John. They did it with one strike. Yeah. 
at some point you'll you need to to talk to one of those coaches who can tell you why they do it when they do it and swung the, on fouled out of play the count holds at two and two Smigelski is sophomore from Clayton North Carolina well you can see why a bunch of Smigelski folks are over it's a whole lot easier trip from North Carolina to Murfreesboro than swing and a miss struck him out Smigelski down on strikes for the third time. Second strikeout for Sato. And with two outs, the batter is Ben Royo, the shortstop. He's been on base three times. Has walked, been hit by a pitch, and has reached on a fielder's choice. He actually uh, bunted into a fielder's choice back in the sixth inning. Now they shift the other way on him. Three infielders to the left of second base, and a strike is called to Royal. Nothing and one. That leaves DJ Wright as the only infielder to the right side. Pitches outside, one ball, one strike. Oh, and Eston Snyder is deep. Well, all three of the outfielders are deep. They're playing no doubles here. Benson is very deep in left center. Galloway deep and left. One ball, one strike. Fly ball to left field. I don't think, the, is the park going to hold that one? Not at all. That is a home run. Over the third painted sign from the foul pole down the left field line. And Royo, with his ninth home run of the season, has tied this game at 2-2. Wasn't much doubt about that one when it left the bat. No. First uh, hit, first run off Sato. Jackson Galloway was tracking it all the way, but he knew that he was just hoping the wind would do something. There is no wind right now to knock anything down. So it's 2-2. Two two. And the batter is Rydell takes a strike called. Now we're going to have uh, four, five, and six coming up for the Raiders in the eighth. The pitch missed outside, one and one. Solo home run by Ben Royo, a freshman. Gives Rice. Gets them back in the game at two to two. Sato's pitch swing and a miss. One and two now. And that dome run gets J.D. McCracken off the hook. And we haven't seen him in what, one, two, three or four innings. Check swing and called out. Played umpire didn't need any help. Said you went around, that is all in the eighth. But the tying home run by Ben Royal makes this a two to two game as we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee and Rice here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom half of the eighth inning, two to two to score. Howser with a new pitcher in there, and this is a big fella. Now. He is uh, very imposing out there on the mound at 6'7", 245 pounds, a junior, Matthew Linsky. Making his 16th appearance, all in relief. He's uh, thrown 28 in the third innings, given up 18 runs, all earned on 20 hits, 21 walks, 38 strikeouts. 5.72 ERA, a 2-1 record with two saves. Well, I, for one, am uh, happy that Ben Shoshan is not in the game anymore. He, uh, he was retired five straight. Raiders couldn't get a loud foul off him. Nope. It's going to be Jeremiah Boyd to lead it off. Boyd, Galloway, and Rudder here in the eighth inning in a 2-2 two two game. Linsky, the big right-hander. Boyd has a home run in three trips. That two-run homer came in the first inning. And now, if the Raiders are going to win this game, Jeremiah needs to do it again. Or at least get something started. And the pitch to the plate is high for ball one to Boyd. That home run was his 11th of the season. Gives him now 35 runs batted in. The pitch. Strike at the letters. Came in at 91. One ball, one strike. Linsky with the pitch. Swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes to Boyd. That pitch also over 90 miles an hour. One and two, the count. There's a pitch high for ball two, two and two. Boyd with three hits in the series and two of them left the ballpark. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and he hit a deep ball to left. That ball is going. It is going. 
It is gone! <laughs> Dick, that ball was a no-doubter off the bat. That got on top of the Lee Victory Wall of Champions, didn't it? Jeremiah Boyd mobbed by his teammates as he gets back to the dugout and the Raiders lead it three to two. His second home run of the game, 12th of the season. And a rude greeting for the pitcher, Matthew Linsky. Here's Galloway, three to two Raiders. The pitch, check swing and a strike. Linsky had uh, given up 20 hits, half of which were extra base hits, five doubles, five home runs, now six home runs. One strike to Galloway. Swing and a miss, nothing in two. So the Raiders need to get three outs in the ninth inning to win this series. Need to get another run or two here. Oh, Pitch absolutely. comes in low. One yeah, ball, two strikes to Galloway. You don't want to go to the top of the ninth up by just one. If you can absolutely help it. Linsky now leads the Owls uh, pitching staff in home runs surrendered. The pitch. A swing and a miss struck him out. Galloway down on strikes for out number one. Now Coach Myers has a decision to make. Do you go with Sells, who is a reliable closer, but who is, got shelled yesterday, or do you go with the freshman, uh, Ollie Akins, who went uh, over three innings on Friday? And that's except a, that's, that those innings were not Friday, they were yesterday. That's right, it was yesterday. It was the completion of the game. Yeah. Rudder takes the first pitch for strike one. Yeah, Akins went three and a third yesterday. The pitch outside, one and one. And ended up uh, picking up the save. One out here in the eighth. The run is in. It's three to two Raiders. And Linsky with the pitch, ground ball to third. Rydell, fair ball, gets past him. Rolling in foul ground down the left field line and on his way to second with a stand-up double will be Briggs Rudder. Well, it's a good thing that that got into the corner because uh, Rudder got his feet tangled up a little bit uh, as he neared first base. It'll be the second hit off Linsky, both for extra bases. And with one out, Rudder at second, the batter is D.J. Wright. Well, we had uh, just got through talking about uh, how Linsky gives up uh, extra base hits about half the time. Swing and a ball hit foul down the right field line. They'll make a long run, but that one's going to be out of play. One strike on D.J. First baseman, right fielder, both went over that way, but they had no chance. One strike to D.J. Wright. Check of the runner and the pitch is inside. Almost hit him one and one. Looks like the choice is going to be Akins. He's the only one throwing right now. 
Big right-hander comes set and delivers. And that one is popped up right over home plate. The catcher is going to give way to the third baseman, Rydell. Will come in to make the catch, and that is out number two. <laughs> That's a major league pop-up, isn't it? Very much so. So with two outs, the runner at second, the batter is Gabe Jennings. That one evokes the, the memories of Harry Carey's old in the phone books uh, on in the phone booth call, oh. or in an pitch. elevator shaft or something like that. Popped up foul, that's out of play. One strike to Jennings. That one clunked down in the grandstand. That's a Zaxby's foul ball. Yeah, so somebody can turn that ball in and get a valuable prize. Pitch is high, one and one. Or they can hang on to it and have a valuable baseball. A Jeremiah Boyd home run leading off the eighth inning has given the Raiders a 3-2 lead. Here's the pitch. Outside ball two, two and one to Jennings. Rudder leads at second. Foul back out of play. That one's over the press box. Two balls, two strikes. Linsky comes set. Ball hit to right field. Foul ball. First baseman over. He's got room and. Holderback will make the catch in foul territory to retire the side. So that is all in the eighth inning, but the Raiders come up with a run on two hits, one left, and we'll go to the ninth. It's Middle Tennessee three, Rice two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Goes the ninth inning. Raiders leading three to two, and Coach Jerry Myers is going to roll the dice and turn this game over to one of his talented freshman pitchers. As Ollie Akins will come in for the second straight day and take over here in the ninth. Ali is coming in for his 11th appearance, all but two of them in relief. 
He's thrown 24 in the third innings, given up nine runs. Only five of them earned, though. 21 hits, seven walks, 15 strikeouts, 1.85 ERA, a 2-0 record, and one save, which he picked up yesterday. He went three and a third yesterday, gave up three hits, no runs, had three strikeouts, and threw only 31 pitches. So let's see if he can continue that performance today. Here's Trey Duffield at two out of three coming in. And pops the first pitch foul out of play. D.J. Wright ran over there, but that was going to be over by the clubhouse. Somebody, One strike to Duffield. Somebody over there in foul territory pretended like they were going to try and catch that one barehanded. I think that's one of the ambulance uh, folk. The pitch. Swing and a miss. And the count goes to 0-2 on Duffield. Changed up on him. Holly out of Sweetwater, Tennessee. McMinn Central High School. The pitch. Just outside for a ball, one and two. Duffield, the only Al who did not see uh, or did not face Hagen's the other night or yesterday. Ball hit to left field. That's trouble. That's going to be down in the corner, off the wall. Galloway will get it back in quickly, but not before Duffield will pull into second base with a stand-up double. And this young man, who had not had a hit and had had very little playing time, has three hits in this game, two singles and a double. And he represents the tying run out at second base. The catcher number 14, Paul Smith. Here is Paul Smith, the catcher. Switch hitter, he'll stand in there left-handed against the right-hander, Aikens. He went from, he's now raised his average 230 points. Now, Smith asked for time, steps out of the box. They charged that uh, timeout to uh, the Owls. Now they are back in play, ready to go. Smith 0 for 3 is... Hit into a double play. Takes the pitch low for ball one. They're expecting him to bunt. I would too. Wright was uh, charging. Jennings at third base has to hold back with that runner at second. They'd like to have that runner at third base with less than two outs. Akins comes set. And the pitch. And not bunting, hits the ball to right field. Snyder will get under it. The runner tags. Here comes the throw to third. It will come through. No, it's going to be cut off. Well, it's the same purpose. They get the runner over to third with one out as Smith flies to right for the first out. And the batter is Pierce Gallo. He is one for four. Greater infield will come in. I'd say Trey Duffield has earned another start. Here's the pitch. Swing and a base hit. Just inside the bag at first. Rolling into foul ground. That will tie the game as Snyder recovers it, gets it back in. That'll be a double for Gallo. Hits it. 
past the drawn-in infield, just inside the bag at first, rolled into foul ground down the right field line. Did not hit it hard. In fact, you could almost describe that as a swing and bunt, couldn't you, Dick? No, it was a very soft hit ball. And yeah, he was just, he was aiming for one spot and that gets Jerry Myers out. And so now we're gonna see. Uh, that did the trick though. You don't have to hit yeah. them hard. You no. just where you hit them. And Which is where they had a call to the bullpen. We'll take a break here and tell you about our new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. So the Raiders make a pitching change here in the night with the game tied at 3-3. Runner at second base. Two doubles in the inning. Duffield led off the inning with a double to left. Smith flied to right. And on that uh, Play. Duffield tagged and went to third, and then Gallo with the infield drawn in just nubbed one inside the bag at first base, and it rolled into foul ground for a double to tie the game. And now James Sells will take over the pitching duties. He did not have a good outing yesterday, went one inning, gave up six runs on six hits. So we'll see if uh, this is a better day for the Raider. Right-hander sells. Making his 18th appearance. Connor Walsh, the batter, swings and misses strike one. Thrown 38 in the third innings, giving up 34 runs, 24 earned, 54 hits, 14 walks, 30 strikeouts. One and three record with six saves and a 5.63 ERA. Walsh takes the pitch outside, one and one. Boy, and we really need that strikeout here, don't we? Go ahead, run at second base with one out. Somewhat of a shift for this right-handed batter, but ground ball to short. Coker up, goes to third, and they've got him at third. He is out at third base. Walsh trying to advance. That's an alert play by Coker and a good tag by Gabe Jennings. Cut down that lead runner, and uh, you just got to get Garibay. Score that six to five on the putout of Gallo. And now the runner at first is Walsh with two outs, and the batter is Garibay. He was one for four. Left-handed hitter. They will shift for him. 
Coker, or rather Coker to the right of second base. There's a strike call, nothing in one. And Mabry playing very sh shallow right field. He's out there almost like a short fielder in softball. Walsh taking a very aggressive secondary lead. The pitch, he's going. going, throw to second base. He is in time. He is O-U-T at second. And we will go to the bottom of the ninth in a 3-3 game in the inning. One run, two hits, nobody left. 3-3 three to three as we go to the bottom of the ninth of the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the bottom of the ninth inning and a new pitcher on for Rice. He is a right-hander, Krishna Raj. Krishna Raj is, uh, is their closer. This is his 18th appearance, which leads the team. He has uh, thrown 22 and two-thirds innings, given up 16 runs, only 12 of them earned, 21 hits, 19 walks, 34 strikeouts. Uh, opponents hitting uh, one, no, let's see, 236 against him. He's got a 4.76 ERA, two and one record with four saves. Well, that's a lot of walks for that, that many innings, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's also a lot of strikeouts. It is. Luke Benson will lead it off for the Raiders. Benson, Snyder, and JT Mabry. Let's see if we can put this speed to work here in the bottom of the ninth inning in a 3-3 game. And this is the rubber game of the three-game series. Well, if uh, Benson can uh, reach, we know what Snyder is going to be doing as soon as he can get up there. I'm looking for Benson to butt, as is the third baseman, yeah. he's drawn in on the grass. He's around to bunt, takes a strike, nothing in one. That one came in at 80, was that 95? Is that what that 95, says? 95, yeah. Wow. Strike two called, and right away, the bunt is off. Yeah. Two strikes to count. Raj, a graduate transfer from Charleston Southern. Strike three call, he makes short work of Benson. Three pitches, three outs. One out in the ninth. 
Raj, last name spelled R-A-J, is a native of Wellington, Florida. As John said, a grad transfer from Charleston Southern. Snyder takes the pitch low, ball one. Out there on University Boulevard in North Charleston, South Carolina. Pitches outside, 2-0. Ball three misses low. Well, this guy worked quick. Uh, Luke Vincent was probably thinking that when he walked <laughs> back to the dugout. Yeah. A little different now, though. Ball four. Oh! Strike call, oh. three and one. That pitch uh, fooled everybody in the ballpark, particularly the umpire. Here's the 3-1, swung on, tapped to third. Rydell has it. Throw across is in time. Snyder retired third to first. Two outs in the ninth. The batter is J.T. Mabry. 3-3, three, three, we are in the ninth. Pitch is high for ball one to Mabry. JTO for four, one for 12 in the series. Swing and a foul back. Had a good rip. That pitch was coming in at 95. It's one and one. And took a little off and got it over for strike two, one and two. Ball two is high. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs, bases empty in the ninth. Pitch to Mabry, swung on and miss. Three up, three down in the ninth. So we've got some uh, this bonus baseball for you now. First will, time all season, Dick. We will go to the 10th. Middle Tennessee and Rice tied at 3-3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the 10th inning. Free baseball for folks here. Three to three. James Sells remains on the mound for the Raiders. Garibay, who was batting when Walsh was thrown out trying to steal, leads it off here in the 10th and takes the strike. Nothing in one. Raiders shift for him again with Mabry out in shallow right field. Coker to the right of second. And Jennings playing where the shortstop would normally play. Pitch comes inside, one and one. Sales came on uh, and pitched only uh, Walsh, got him on a ground ball, and then with Garibay batting, Walsh tried to steal and the Raiders threw him out. So Garibay gets a fresh start here and it's two and one now. And the pitch. Swing and a fly ball into right field. That was pretty well hit. Benson is over there. He will haul it in just shy of the warning track. And deep right center to the left of the scoreboard. That is out number one here in the 10th. The batter is Holderbach, the first baseman. Holderbach has a single in four trips. He has scored a run. Takes a strike, nothing in one. The waiter outfield playing deep. And the pitch. Taken outside, one ball, one strike. Well, they were playing deep uh, in the eighth inning. And the way you beat that no doubles defense is hit it over them and out of the park. Pitch is low for a ball. Which Ben Royo did, and that was two balls and a strike. That's the one that got us tied up. 3-3, we're in the 10th. Ball three is outside. Three and one. Looked like he was overthrowing on that. And the pitch. Low for ball four and a one out walk to Holderbach. It's only the second walk. If I've counted correctly. That's right. Jay, uh, Jake Cothran. pitchers have given up today. Jake Cothran uh, issued a walk, uh, leadoff walk in the second, in, uh, second inning, and that, uh, that's it. Smigelski, the left-hand hitting designated hitter, steps in. And the pitch to him is a check swing, and it's ball one. Cothran hit a batter. And those are the only two uh, up until that walk just then. Those were the only two free passes. Sells come set. And the pitch is outside for ball two. Two and oh to Smigelski. Sells with the pitch, swung on, ground ball over the head of the first baseman into right field. The runner's going to go to third 
As the throw comes in, they'll have runners at first and third with one out. Just bounced it over DJ Wright's head into shallow right field. And another good hop there for Rice. Yeah. And Holderbach was uh, taking a. I don't think he was running on the pitch, but he had taken a very aggressive secondary lead on the pitch and so had a head start. So now first and third with one out for Ben Royo, who had a home run. There's a bunt, first base side. Wright picks it up, can't make a play. Picked it up, dropped it, and a run scores. He was going to try to tag the runner coming by, but he dropped the ball, and the run, the bunt was uh, a good one down the first base side. The run scores from third to make it four to three. We'll try to get a ruling on that, and Rydell will come up. I think they're giving it a hit. Or would that be a sacrifice? The other runner went to second, and a swing and a miss by Rydell, strike one. First and second. I think the hit is a pretty good call. It was a great bunt. It's four to three Rice now in the 10th. Sales with the pitch, swing and a foul over by the Raider dugout, nothing in two. So Smigelski is at second. Royo is at first. Yeah, that is a bunt single. One out. And an RBI, of course. Here's the pitch. High. One and two. I was just watching that runner at second. They, those runners are getting good secondary leads. Mm-hmm. Sells come set. And the pitch. Swung on, ground ball to first. Wright has it. Tosses to Sells for the out. The other two runners advance. First baseman to the pitcher covering for the second out. Spigelski over to third, Royo to second, and the batter is Duffield, and he has had himself a day. Double and two singles, run scored. Goes from, three for four. Goes from an 0 to 9 to a 231 average. The pitch swung on, ground ball to short. Coker's up with it. Takes his time, throws to first, and a swipe tag by D.J. Wright as the throw pulled him off the bag. That will retire Duffield, and the Raiders get the final out here in the 10th, but Rice comes up with a run on two hits. They leave two, and we will go to the bottom of the 10th. It is Rice 4, Middle Tennessee 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. 
I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the bottom of the 10th inning. Rice leading 4-3. to three. Raiders will have their 3-4-5 hitters coming up to face the right-hander, Krishna Raj. And he set the Raiders down in pretty good order. Three up, three down with two strikeouts in the ninth inning. Yeah, he's a, he's a hard thrower, Dick. He was uh, throwing in the mid-90s. Here's Coker. Swing and a foul back. Brett 0 for 4. Uh, you'd like to have him reach with, uh, with Jeremiah Boyd on deck. Swung and a smash to third. Rydell up with it over to first in time. One out in the tenth. Jeremiah Boyd now comes to the plate. One down to the tenth. You can't expect Jeremiah to do it again, but it would be nice. Two home runs in the game. Two run homer in the first, solo shot in the eighth. For the Blue Raider designated hitter. It's been four years since we had uh, somebody hit three in a game. Here's Raj with the pitch, swing and a miss. <laughs> Miles Christian against Western Kentucky. One strike. April 5th, 2019, last time a Raider hit three in a game. Pitch is just outside, ball one. One ball, one strike. Strike two, fastball at the letters. Mm. One and two. This guy is right on the plate, isn't he? With good velocity. Swing and a foul. Well, you just feel like he was, oh, he, he changed speeds on him. He Last pitch was 95, comes back with a 81 mile an hour changeup. Outside ball two, two and two to Jeremiah Boyd. Galloway next. Raiders need a base runner in the worst way. Two two pitch outside ball three. Count is full. Boyd steps out of the box. If he walks uh, Boyd, I suspect a pinch runner. Swing and a miss. Struck him be, out. Won't be a factor. Got him on a pitch that was ball four. Two down. 
in the tenth. Third strikeout. This guy's retired five in a row and struck out three of them. Yeah. Here's Galloway. 0 for 3 with a walk. Last hope for the Raiders. Pitch is in for a strike. Nothing at one. High ball one. Two outs in the tenth. The Raiders down by a run. Ball is outside. Two balls and a strike. Briggs Rudder in the on deck circle. He hopes to have a chance to hit here. Pitch comes in high for ball three, and it's three and one to Galloway. Raj takes a little walk out behind the mound. Comes back and gets set for the 3-1 pitch. And he missed outside, ball four, and there's the base runner. The tying run at first, two outs, and Briggs Rudder the batter. Briggs has two hits and three trips, single and a double, and has flied out. Time call, we're gonna have a visit to the mound. This is the pitching coach. Parker Bangs coming out. So here's the uh, situation. The Raiders have uh, one run down. We're in extra innings, the bottom of the 10th. There are two outs and a runner at first base. Galloway represents the tying run. And Briggs Rudder will be the batter. conference on the mound breaks up and you just wonder what uh, would have happened had Jeremiah Boyd been able to hold off on that 3-2 pitch that looked like it was going to be ball four here is Rudder been a while since he's hit one that was there's a swing and a miss, strike one. That was back in the Florida Atlantic Series in March. One strike to count. Threw in the, uh, the changeup, down and away. Right-hander comes set, long pause, and the pitch in there for a strike, nothing and two. So the Raiders are down to their last strike. Here in the tenth. And Rudder still hasn't seen the Raj's fastball in this at bat. High for a ball, one and two. Looked like a breaking ball that uh, stayed up. Not much break to it. One ball, two strikes to Rudder. Short lead for Galloway at first. Swung on, fly ball, right center field. Everybody coming on a long run. The right fielder will not get it. Yeah, it uh, drops. And runners are at first and third. We had the right fielder and the center fielder. <laughs> I thought, sure, that one of them was going to catch that baseball, but they did not. I thought the right fielder was closest to it. 
So that will be a base hit for Rudder, first and third, and the batter is D.J. Wright. With two outs, the tying run at third. Time called momentarily for something. Going to have a runner. Pinch runner. Going to have a pinch runner. This is going to be Simlar coming in to run for Rudder at first base. Bryce Simlar. So here's DJ. Has walked and flied out twice. Swinging a foul to the screen. Nothing in one. Raj has been known to throw a wild pitch. Done it three times this season. Galloway, the runner at third, represents the tying run. The runner goes, the pitch is outside. They will not throw, and the Raiders were trying to induce a throw <laughs> to get into a delayed steal situation, but catcher was having none of it. Rudder well, or similar. So the what pitch you've got runner now. Goes to second. Oh. Pitch is high for ball one, one and one. So what you got now DJ is Wright. Uh, the tying run at third, the winning run uh, at second base. Uh, one ball, one strike to DJ. And you, you win this thing. Check swing. Did he go? No, says the first base umpire on appeal. Two balls and a strike. Galloway at third and similar. The pinch runner is at second. Tying run at third, winning run at second. The pitch to the plate. Strike call, two and two. Two two pitches outside in the dirt. Here comes the run. It's going to score. We are tied. Rosh threw it in the dirt and it got all the way to the backstop. And now Simlar. At third is the winning run. It is 4-4 in the 10th. How about that? That will be a wild pitch. His fourth of the season. Now we're going to have... We're going to have a pitch hitter. Called back. Myers is uh, making a move here with. He's going to bring in a pinch hitter. Let's see now. Wright is at first base. That must have been ball. That That was ball four, yes. So Gabe Jennings, the scheduled hitter, will not hit. Similar, the pinch runner, is at third. And we'll have Vitato coming in. Jared Vitato. It's going to be the pinch hitter. So Jared Vitato will bat here for Jennings. He's a left-handed hitter. Game is tied at 4-4 in the 10th. Runners at first and third. Oh, left-handed hitter. That's what he was going for. The pitch to the plate. Swing and a foul back. Had a good rip at that fastball. Strike one. 
The Raiders have tied it with two out in the 10th on a wild pitch. Vitito, a 289 hitter against right-handers. Swing and a miss, nothing in two. Threw him a changeup. Way out in front. Jared, a red shirt freshman from Gallatin. Two outs, two strikes on the batter. The runner goes at first, they'll let him go. That pitch is in the dirt. One and two. That's is that so gonna be a stolen Wright base goes or a, to second base. Or just defensive indifference. One and two the count. Here's the pitch. Inside almost hit him. Two balls, two strikes. Luke Benson would be the next hitter. Bryce that. Simlar, the runner at third. And at second base, D.J. Wright. They're calling that a stolen base. The pitch. Swung on and missed. And that will wind it up for the Raiders in the 10th, but not before they score the tying run. One run, one hit, two left. We will go to the 11th. Rice 4, Middle Tennessee 4 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the 11th inning in a 4-4 game. And defensive changes for the Raiders. Vitato, who was called on to pitch hit uh, in the 10th, will stay in the game and catch. And Briggs Rudder, who was removed for a pinch runner, will leave and he will be replaced in the lineup by Cale Vinson, who will play third base. Now, Cale is Luke's younger brother, freshman. And Cale will uh, go into that uh, sixth slot in the lineup. Paul Smith leads it off for Rice in the 11th, takes ball one outside. And it's James Sells still out there. Sells working in his third inning Delivers, ground ball to the right side. Mabry, who was playing deep charges, picks it up and throws him out at first. One down in the 11th. We go back to the top of the order and Pierce Gallo. He drove in the go-ahead run in the, or was it the tying run in the night? It was a tying run in the ninth with a double. 
Right-handed hitter. The pitch, ground ball to second. Mabry has to back up a step, now throws to first in time. Two up, two down in the 11th inning. And it looks like Rice will be coming back with uh, Raj. Connor Walsh, the batter. In the bottom of the 11th because there's nothing going on in the Walsh Al Wolfen. Five in the game. Right-handed hitter. They shift to the left of second base for him and he pops it in the air into right center field. It's gonna be Snyder to make the catch and that's a one, two, three, 11th inning for James Sells. And we will go to the bottom of the 11th. Raiders have a chance to win it here if they can push one across. It's Rice four, Middle Tennessee four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the 11th inning. It's 4-4. Luke Benson leads off for the Raiders. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Here's Luke Vincent to lead it off. Luke has a single in three trips and has been hit by a pitch against Krishna Raj, the right-hander. The pitch swung on, hit high in the air to right field and deep. Right fielder back. Looking up, that one's gone, the Raiders win. Luke Benson has hit it out just below the scoreboard in right center field. That is his first home run of the season. And when he touches home plate, he is mobbed by his teammates and the Raiders win it five to four. A walk-off home run for Luke Benson. Wow. How about that finish? Who would have called that one? You called it. It uh, That ball just kept carrying and carrying. First, the right fielder looked like he thought he had it. It just kept carrying. Wow, what a finish, Dick. What a finish. Luke doesn't hit many, but he hit that one, and it counted and gives the Raiders 
the series two games to one gives them this game by a score of five to four one run one hit nobody left in the 11th and the Raiders won it by a score of five to four stay with us our postgame show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back in. Welcome to our post-game show as the Raiders win this game 5-4 in 11 innings and win the series against the Rice Owls, two games to one. A walk-off 
home run in the bottom of the 11th <laughs> inning by center fielder Luke Benson, the number nine hitter in the order, and his first home run of the season gives the Raiders a walk-off win. Middle Tennessee improves to 20-19 and 19 on the season, 10-8 and eight in Conference USA. Rice is now 17-23. and 23. They are 7-11 and 11 in conference play. And, John, this game was a nail-biter all the way through. Rice took a lead in the top of the – actually, they, they uh, tied it up in the ninth and then took a lead in the top of the 10th, brought in their closer, and he was throwing nothing but heat, and it did not look good for the Raiders. They went down in order in the ninth. And in the 10th, uh, we got a break with a walk to Galloway and a uh, base hit by Briggs Rudder sent Galloway to third. And D.J. Wright, with a 3-2 count, walked. The pitch got away from the catcher, and Galloway scored to tie it up. And then James Sales just came in and got him 1-2-3 in the 11th, and Benson did the rest. Well, you know, the last time... A Blue Raider hit a walk-off home run for a win was April 23rd, 2019. So it's been, what, is that right? No, 2021. Briggs Rudder hit one against UAB exactly two years ago today. And Luke Vincent comes on, gives us that uh, in his first home run of the year. You got to like it. You got to like it. Wow. What a finish. So the Raiders pick up a uh, key win in Conference USA, a series win, and will go on the road Tuesday in a non-conference game at Belmont, come back here to host Louisiana Tech in a three-game series next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm sure Coach Myers uh, <laughs> is going to have some good comments after the game. I yeah. thought he, I thought John that he just managed this game extremely well. Oh gosh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, he 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 didn't have a lot of really great options, but the ones that he had, uh, he knew which buttons to push and when. And I think he's ready to to talk to. No, I don't see Austin yet. Well, he's not down on the field yet. Okay. But, uh, but Coach uh, is actually ready to talk. <laughs> so the Raiders win it by a score of 5-4 uh, to four in 11 innings. And I think you said this was our first ele- uh, extra inning game of the season. It was, yes. And if you're going to play extras, you definitely want to win it especially at home. Well, it's got to be a uh, tough defeat for Rice because they had come back from a deficit to uh, tie the game and actually send it into uh, extra innings and had their closer out there, but he was unable to close this one out. Well, it was a, uh, you know who it was really good for was uh, James Sells. After just not having it yesterday, uh, he puts himself in a position, go two and two-thirds innings today and pick up the win. Okay, let's go down to the field as Austin Pert is down there with the Blue Raider head coach. 
I'm here with head coach Jerry Myers after MTSU's 5-4 walk-off win to clinch the series against Rice. Obviously, you're going into extra innings there. First time all year that we are in extras. What are we kind of thinking in terms of plate approach uh, to, to get that walk-off? Well, I mean, the guy obviously had a really good arm. Uh, throwing 95 with a really good breaking ball. I was able to mix it and came right out of the chute throwing a lot of fastballs and then started to mix it right after that. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, Luke's first at bat maybe set that one a little bit because he took took three fastballs and the guy uh, was uh, some smoke first at bat. He just sat on it, uh, was able to get it out, and I'm happy for him. He deserves it. Uh, happy for our guys all the way around. Uh, it was a hard-fought game, and whoever didn't get that one was uh, probably uh, – you know, maybe uh, less deserving to take a loss right there uh, because both teams were competing really hard to try to win the series. Absolutely, and it was a back-and-forth game, you know, going back and forth. What does it say about your mental toughness, your team's mental toughness? You said you had a few character wins over the course of the year, but what does that say after you think you have the win, then some stuff happens and you're going into extras, and then you end up ultimately uh, prevailing? Yeah, I mean it's baseball. It's hard, and guys, guys know that. So getting getting over your emotions uh, very quickly, uh, just like when you win a game, I you know tell them all the time. Sometimes you got to get over a win uh, to get ready to play again, as as much as you have to get over a loss. But same thing, you got to if you if you lose the lead, you got to get over that just as quick as when you take the lead to try to tack on more or try to hold them once you do. And uh, our guys responded uh, very well to uh, some adverse uh, adverse mood swings right there towards the uh, towards the end of the game. And then finally, there were moments, uh, but overall, this weekend, pitching was pretty good. What do you say about especially the bullpen, even though some things happened late in today's and yesterday's game that you wouldn't have loved to have seen, overall, I think the pitching was good. What do you say about that? I feel like they competed the whole time, whatever, how many innings we played, 28 innings over the course of three days, and a uh, suspended game in between, a couple of freshmen stepping up big and uh, doing a great job for us. And, uh, Guys coming back for their second outing and, and Sells staying out there and continuing to try to compete even though he had a bad outing yesterday. And, uh, you know, it's uh, resiliency and, and hopefully it carries over and we can build on it and uh, we can use it uh, as an experience uh, that we've logged that will help us be better the next time we face it. Perfect. Head coach Jerry Myers here, Middle Tennessee, back in action on Tuesday against Belmont. Thank you, Austin. Austin Pert with uh, Coach Jerry Myers down on the field and John I think he said it uh, just right because uh, this was a very resilient ball club. Oh absolutely absolutely and uh, you know you, you, you get that situation in the uh, in the what was it in the uh, ninth inning well in the eighth inning they hit the home run off of, uh, uh, off of uh, Sato who had been really good he had retired, what, one, two, three, four. He had retired six in a row, then gives up the home run, gets the gets the strikeout to end that inning. But uh, uh, that could be a real downer for you. And particularly when they came back in the ninth uh, and uh, tied the whole thing up. Then in the tenth, they come back and they nail you again. Go ahead. But you just keep coming back, coming back thought that run in the 10th was really really important because without it you don't uh, get the chance in the 11th in the first inning the Raiders took a two to nothing lead two run homer from Jeremiah Boyd 
It stayed two to nothing until the fourth when Rice got their first run and made it two to one. And it was a two to one ball game going into the eighth inning when Rice tied it up on that home run John just mentioned. Uh, it was by uh, the shortstop Royo, and that tied the game at two to two. The Raiders came right back in the bottom of the eighth on a Jeremiah Boyd solo home run to take the lead three to two. But then in the ninth, uh, the uh, the Rice Owls showed they were resilient. They came back and uh, picked up a run in the in the ninth inning to tie it at three to three. The Raiders uh, went down in order in the bottom of the ninth. Rice scored a run in the tenth inning. They went up four to three. Their closer on the mound, but the Raiders came back and somehow scratched out a run in the tenth inning. It scored on a wild pitch, tied the game at four. In the eleventh, James Sells set them down in order in the top of the inning, and Luke Benson, who had struck out on three pitches against the same pitcher Raj in the bottom of the ninth took the first pitch over the right field fence for his first home run of the season and a 5-4 to four Blue Raider win. What do you see from that stat sheet now? Well, uh, before I uh, – I want to uh, – we were on that theme of resiliency. How about that 10th uh, that inning? All of that happened with two outs. Yes. With two outs, and the guy, Raj, was obviously in control, and all of a sudden he won. Okay, looking at that stat sheet – Raiders score five runs, four of them res- uh, result of the long ball. Three home runs. Uh, one of those was a two-run shot in the first inning. Uh, Jeremiah Boyd, what, two for five with a couple uh, uh, scored twice, three RBI. And Luke Vinson, then the, uh, uh, he ends up two for four uh, with, uh, with that home run to win this thing. So the Raiders uh, – Manage eight hits. Uh, let's see. Uh, anybody else with multiple hits? No. Over on the uh, uh, the right side, uh, Pierce Gallo, the uh, uh, the uh, leadoff hitter, the second baseman, goes for two for six. Uh, Aaron Smigelski, two for five, and Ben Royo, big uh, big home run. He goes two for three with a couple of RBI. In the pitching side. Uh, mm, J.D. McCracken, a local kid uh, pitching for Rice, went three and two-thirds, gave up two runs, both earned on four hits, a couple of walks, a couple of strikeouts. Then uh, you saw a lot of bullpen work from Rice, and Krishna Raj, uh, their closer, was one, two, three. He was their sixth pitcher of the day. Jake Cothran started for the, uh, the Raiders his first start of the season. Uh, first start of his Blue Raider career. He went three and two-thirds. Probably could have finished that fourth inning, Dick, but uh, uh, ball off his hand and uh, immediately left. Uh, he uh, gave up the one run in, uh, on five hits over three and two-thirds. Um, and a couple of those hits were were scratch hits, so it wasn't like they were hitting him hard. Justin Lee came on a couple of innings, uh, no runs on three hits. Kota Sato, I thought was really good, uh, except for the one uh, the one hit that he gave up, and that was the home run. Ali Akins, uh, uh, only a third of an inning, uh, gave up a couple of hits, uh, and then uh, of course James Sells, 
came on two and two thirds. He gets the win. He's now two and three. Krishna Raj uh, takes the loss for Rice. He is two and two. Here's a, an impre- uh, impressive number for me, Dick. You look over in that walk column for the Raiders. Uh, we see one from Cothran. We see one from Sells. That's two on the afternoon. That's pretty darn good. So, uh, looking at this, we played it in three hours and eight minutes, and I think uh, we're ready to go off to Belmont on Tuesday afternoon. So, the Raiders uh, won it by a score of 5-4, to four, a walk-off from uh, one of our local youngsters, Luke Vincent, who went to Oakland High School with his first home run of the season as the Raiders win it 5-4 to four and take the series two games to one. Belmont, the next opponent, that will be Tuesday. That is a 5 o'clock start. That's earlier than uh, we normally play, but uh, we will have it for you and the pregame show at 4.45 on Tuesday from Nashville. And then we will be back home next uh, weekend to take on Louisiana Tech in a three-game series. And after next weekend, John, the Raiders only have three more games left at home. So if you want to see them play this year, you need to get out this coming weekend or have to wait until uh, UAB comes in the second week of May. That's right. It's going in a hurry. So that's going to wrap it up here. Our studio producer has been Jackson Smith. For John Cattle, this is Dick Plummer. Thank you so much for listening. Raiders win 5-4 to four on a walk-off home run. We'll see you Tuesday night from Nashville on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.